I'm quite sure that to some of you, this will sound very bizarre, but the best performing alternative assets to invest in in the last two years has been this, whiskey. And it's because it's outperformed artwork, it's outperformed farmland, it's outperformed any alternative investment because of the abundance of money in the hands of people like you and me, and also because it's a safe investment. Uh, there's a lot of fervor. This has been very strong in Scotland and Ireland for years, and over the last 15 years, it's become very prominent in the United States, particularly around bourbon. But there are three ways to invest in spirits, whiskeys, and I want to explain them to you and how I have taken advantage of it and how you can take advantage of it in the future as well. This is my Pappy Van Winkle. That bottle of whiskey is worth somewhere between fifty and $52,000. I'll tell you more in just a minute. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. I know some of you are doubting Thomas's. So before we go any further, Google uh, Spirits Magazine and Pappy Van Winkle, and you'll find this article that Pappy Van Winkle, 23-year-old, uh, sells for $52,000. This was at a soft fees auction uh, last December. And I happen to have a bottle. And, and I bought it. There's three ways to invest in whiskey. One is arbitrage. And that is you find a disparity in the price of the whiskey. And you'll find this quite often in state stores, where state stores will sell the whiskey at the manufacturer's suggested retail price. And Pappy Van Winkle, I can buy, if I can get to it, in uh, Alabama for somewhere around $250 a bottle. And then I could turn around immediately and sell it in the open market for probably uh, $4,000 a bottle. That's arbitrage. That's how this happened. It was a mistake. I actually went through the uh, Buffalo Trace um uh, distillery in 2009, asked them what the best bottle of whiskey they had was, and they said, Pappy Van Winkle. I bought it, I put it on a shelf, and forgot about it. And then I uh, heard something about whiskeys in, a, in about 2020, and I went to eBay, and I found that this bottle was selling for $12,500. Now, how did I determine that I had that bottle? Well, again, I Googled. I found out that if I took a flashlight and um, shined it through the bottle like this, I could see an etching on the on the inside of the bottle that t would tell me exactly when that bottle was um, was dumped. That's when they... They take it out of the, the bottle and or out of the cask and put it in the bottle. And I came across a, a etching that said K34408 10 colon 00. And what that told me was that this came out of keg K and it was the uh, 344th day of 2008, which worked out to be Tuesday, December the 9th. And when I determined that, I recognized the bottle that auctioned at Sotheby's was also a 2008 bottle. So 
that's arbitrage. You, you, and, and what I would tell you is if you, if you can, I, uh, in Alabama, they work on a lottery. That is, you register and then they automatically pick the names and they let you into the store. And this will happen probably again in December. And you then go in and if there's a Pappy Van Winkle, you grab it and away you go. Uh, I have created a list, what I call my shopping list, and it contains the names of those arbitrage whiskeys that I'm constantly looking for. Here's a picture of that arbitrage list that I use, and that's how I go about buying them. Now, if you don't live in a state store, what I, I've, I've inquired in Tennessee in Florida, how they, these are open stores owned by individuals. And what they normally do, as I can best determine, is either mark them up at ridiculous prices and hope somebody will pay it, or they they basically have a loyalty program. In Florida, the, the store I spoke to said, well, if you will commit to, and then if we, you will show us that you will spend at least a thousand dollars on uh, whiskey over the next year, we'll invite you to our um, open distribution, our limited quantity distribution when we get it. In in um, in Tennessee, it was a similar program, and and again, it was the guy who spends the most gets in first, and they uh, limit they limit the amount that people can take. So. If you want to get into the arbitrage element, go to a liquor store, probably a substantially large liquor store, find the manager, find the owner and say, how do I get in the door in December when Pappy Van Winkle and this other list that Carrie shared with me, uh, whiskeys come in and I can buy them at a substantial discount and then turn around and go to the open market and find it. Now, what is the open market? This is something that has evolved through um, the internet. There are people, Cask One is one of the places that I frequent, and they they have a secondary market. And um, in essence, what they would do is how I envision, there's a, there's a store, uh, Cask One in Atlanta. Well, or it's an online store. I would take my bottle of Pappy Van Winkle, which is worth $52,000 or $50,000, and I'd say, I'd like to enter into a consignment sale. And they would put it online, and let's say they put it up for $48,000. I would estimate that they would pay at least 15% of that, and then pay me the, 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 the difference. So that's how you can make money in arbitrage. The second way is how I bought this bottle of, um, of Lakewood 37. And that is through data analysis. And this is how I try to buy some stocks as well, is gather the data and the history of this, uh, of this whiskey. It's a 37 year old, um, Scotch whiskey made in Scotland, uh, in the Islay area. And what you do is you look at past history. Now, in buying whiskeys, it's, it's very similar to buying stocks. You, you're looking for a stock that or a, a whiskey that has a substantial brand, has a recognition within the whiskey buying community of putting out a quality product. And then the next thing is how many years has it been in the barrel? 
as I said, this has been in the barrel 37 years. Currently, there are about 2,100 bottles of whiskey in the world that have been in the barrel for over 30 years. So that means this is one of a very rare kind. It's also very nicely presented in a in a case that folds up. So that appeals to the eye. It appeals to the collector. And this bottle of whiskey cost me uh, about $1,100. Now that might sound like a lot of money, but I don't have a stock that I own that I have less than $1,000 in. So this is, to me, is an investment in the future. How did I find this? I use a website. Um, it's, it's Wine Select. And I go there and I actually pay a premium. Uh, and on that website, I have access to the history of this uh, whiskey going back until um, 40 years ago when they first started um, putting these whiskeys together and, and marketing them. Now, you got to recognize that if you're in the whiskey business and you want to make money on it and your asset has to sit in a barrel for 37 years, well, that's two generations before you get any profits out of your 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 uh, production. So they, they limit the amount. They use these as building uh, fervor and building a, a excitement, and then they sell their their normal whiskeys that are been in the barrel for four years on a regular basis. That's how it works. This is a collector's. Now, what I also know is every year there will be less of these. As they become less, the value of mine goes up. And again, on Wine Selects, I'm able to see a history of what this sold for in um, 1978 and what it's selling now. And I put that against, again, they have a chart for me that shows how it's performing relative to the overall whiskey market. Okay, that's that's method number two, using data to make a determination. What's the third way? The third way is the way Warren Buffett buys stocks, and that is to recognize an undervalued bottle of whiskey that may, that should appreciate in value. So what do you look for in that? Well, I think the first thing you look for is, uh, uh, is origin. Um, and that is to say that the, the Scottish have had a tremendous history in this. Uh, they have some whiskeys that sell for um, hundreds of thousands of dollars when they're first produced. And they've been in the barrel anywhere from 30 to as high as I've seen 50 years. Uh, that, again, makes it a rare commodity. So you have to look first to the origin. And right now, that would be Scotland, Ireland, and Kentucky, okay? And Scotland and Ireland have malt whiskeys. Kentucky has bourbon. And, and if you really want to narrow it down further, it's Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace puts a, has, has built a marketing program around Pappy Van Winkle, around Blanton's, around several other brands. And what, again, you want to look for is how long has it been in the barrel? Because what that tells you is how rare is it? Now, what you also need to know, Pappy Van Winkle, I would guess, 
when they put out their distribution in December, they will have they have a a um, a, a 23 year, they have a 15 year, and they have a 10 year. That's the amount of time it is set in the cask, the number of years until it's bottled. This 23, I would guess, they might put out maybe 2,000 bottles at the most. Some of them are going to be drank. And in my case, this was an 08 bottle. So uh, we are from 08 to 23, that's 15 years since it was distributed. I would guess there's probably less than 200 of these in existence. So with that in mind and this recognition that there is in a lot of excitement around this, go to, go to Facebook and you will, and look up bourbon lovers. And you will find there are 67,000 people who show up on Facebook and talk about their, their experiences with bourbon. Now, most of these people are going to be drinkers. So most of them, if they got a hold of this bottle, they drink it. That would mean there would be one less. And what my theory is, when there's one less, mine becomes worth more. And that's why it sold for $52,000. So what I'm now trying to do is recognize undervalued assets. I'm following a, a scotch that's, again, made in Scotland. It's a 30-year scotch. Its name is Glen Farkas. They, they make a 25, a 30, and a 40-year-old bottle. I am estimating there's less than... 400 of them in the world. Um, and I am willing to pay basically whatever it's going to cost. And it'll probably, if I can find it, it's probably going to cost me $500 a bottle. Why am I going after that? Because it is an established brand in Scotland. Um, and it has a good history. It has tremendous presentation. And it is a undervalued asset. When you put it up against McLean's, uh, $500, you can't, you can't even look at a bottle of McLean's for $500. So it's an undervalued asset. That's the third way to buy whiskeys. Now, is there, is that happening in the United States? Yes. And what I would suggest, if you want to stay in the United States and stay in whiskeys, find a brand, find a brand that has a above 15 years in the cask. If you'll, if you can find that and then have the willpower to not drink it, not share it with your buddies and put it away and allow it to just appreciate and value, you can make a substantial amount of money in this. Again, uh, I have a list that I share, and here it is, that I'm looking for. In fact, I reduced that list down to the size of a dollar bill, and I print it on my printer, and I keep it in my money clip, so that when I walk into a liquor store, wherever I am, and I see a name that I recognize from my list, I take that list out, and I say, what is the fair market value of this, and where is it undervalued or overvalued? That's how I approach this. Uh, I want to use this as a platform to help you 
uh, discover how to invest in whiskey. I'm, I, I'm calling this my Whiskey Wednesday video. I'll try to do a video every Wednesday, and that may not happen if there's something else that is of more importance, like a bank closure or a brokerage closure, or maybe an invasion on, on uh, Taiwan or an aggression from Russia. These are all things that are changing the world we live in. And then there's this thing called genome sequencing, the ability and genome editing to take diseases out of our bodies. That's my big win. Now, I do have a lottery ticket called Netlist, and that's all about, and I hope you've seen those videos, that's all about a Netlist is has a, um, po uh, a patent uh, violation lawsuit against Google, which I have $20,000 invested in Netlist, and I project by the end of the year it could be worth as much as $7 million. But that's another day. That's another story. We're talking today about whiskey and how you can make a fortune if, again, you have the patience to leave it in the bottle. For my case, I'll pass this on to my son and my grandchildren and just hope that they have an interest and can gain some knowledge and some pleasure in what their old man used to spend his time doing, walking around in liquor stores with his shopping list, trying to find an undervalued asset. I hope I can teach them that. And if I can, they'll get a lot of pleasure, a lot of enjoyment, and every once in a while, they might get drunk. Talk to you again tomorrow.